It's Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. What's going on? Uh, it's Wednesday. Peter Michaels is you. Patrick Bateman is me. There. How are you? And we're back doing the thing. Doing the thing. Um, getting ready to interview uh, a band, a couple of people that I've been eager to talk to for quite a while, actually. Now, well over a year. Can I guess how you discovered this band? Yeah, go for I'm it. I'm sure it's probably going to come up at some point during the chat. Mm -hmm. But uh, is it because they toured with a band that you are very fond of? No, actually, no, 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 no. Okay. Um, hmm. It's actually because of uh, the album TV Baby, which right. came out in oh god, and that so was 19, 20 just before the tour. Because when was the tour with with fucked up? fucked up? That was just a few months ago. Was it? Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that was fall slash beginning of winter. Um, Damn it, I uh, miscalculated. But uh, yeah, Idiot. Pony is on the show today, or at least we believe so. Did you get out to shows this week? No, I in did Red not. Um, okay. We had Matt Good in town, which I heard was really, really good. Mm -hmm. Sold out. Just a guy and a guitar that can entertain. Wait, did you go? I did not. Uh, I've been. Uh, I don't. I don't know what's gotten into me. I've been a good boy lately. I'd missed the show at the Vat. Right. Um, because my daughter came home for the, the yes, weekend. Surprised you. Surprised me. And so, like, typically, I'm just going to the show. Uh, and same thing. It was Valentine's night, and my wife is not really a concert goer. So I did the right thing and stayed home. <laughs> Something's wrong with me. No, you did the right thing. No. But you did fuck up because Riley and I were at the Astonaby show. Yes. And um, heard from many. You and I have listened to the record. Mm -hmm. I like the record. It's not necessarily music that i would normally put on mm -hmm. but it's very powerful very impactful it's especially with his grandfather's messages in between is crazy and we are going to talk to him soon yes, we're going to talk we do need I, to. I i talked to him before the set and i started the conversation uh basically by saying you know we're, we're, we want to get you on the show and i have a ton of questions so i'm going to save him for the interview and, and i said that about four or five more verbal diarrhea yeah, all yeah, over yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Nice. um so anyways he uh got up on stage by himself and um, Riley was filming, and we didn't have any, Riley and I didn't have any contact until like three quarters of the way through the set because mm -hmm. he was glued to his camera. But uh, every time that guy started a song, it was like, holy fuck. Now, this guy's unbelievable. I had a uh, mutual acquaintance of ours mention to me something about the she loves the difference in his singing voice to his talking voice is there quite a difference well the fascinating thing was that he would talk for like what five ten minutes in between songs yeah and his pacing was i mean the guy's gotta rest his chords like his, his singing voice is fucking crazy man i i'm i'm not kidding you it was one of the best sets i've ever seen in my life am i wrong am i crazy could you lie about it for me? It was least? fucking bananas. Uh, I love my daughter, but. I won't, so, okay, quick story. Uh, I'm talking to him, Evan, before the set, and he's telling me about these music conferences. He's like, yeah, I do a lot of music conferences, great, great source of income, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I wonder what he's talking about music conferences. Because I'm thinking about, oh, Canadian Music Week hmm. or South By. And, and then after his first song, we're all kind of blown away, and then he starts talking about how he started learning to play guitar. It's before the second song. He starts mentioning these names and talks about watching these videos of these Japanese guitarists. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. And then he starts playing the second song. And it's like this crazy tapping tapping stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's what you mean. You work 
like the music, the music conferences, you work the NAM and the, you're doing like probably doing sessions or clinics there because you're fucking incredible. Oh. It all makes sense now. Now And now that you say NAM, I do remember seeing something with his name attached. What? Okay. To yeah. NAM, yeah, I yeah. believe. I didn't so. do the research, but that it, it all makes sense now. The guy's incredible. It was, it was, yeah, it was very good. Very right. good. Well, I missed out. Uh, he'll be back, I'm sure. He'll be back. And I, I'm really hoping that uh, our guests tonight are make their way out here sometime soon. Too. I think I probably had a wonderful night uh, with my daughter watching Seinfeld. I think. Is oh, is that I your daughter's watching, like actively watching Seinfeld? Now? Yeah, we've st we started at the beginning. Interesting. And uh, we're just about to the end of season nine. Wow. Well, because she is a friend's nut. That whole era of kids i think in i don't understand how those kids latched on to friends really latched on to friends and i'm like because they would have been like six when it ended yeah because it ended if in not younger i was in grade eight when that show ended er early 2000s it started in 94 i would have uh, yeah sure i mean i'm yeah so my daughter wouldn't even have been born yet when it ended wow that's crazy yeah, yeah. People, but they anyways they scoop it up so i'm like you know it's not that great here's a show from the 90s that was really good <laughs> <laughs> yes and now now you can encourage her to watch curb and and Arrested Development we've been through together. Yeah, well, you better hurry. Well. Why? Well, they're pulling it from Netflix. Are they? All of it. What? Because I guess Fox, I think the idea is that Fox, either the contract's coming to an end and Fox reclaims the rights. Yeah. Which is weird because Netflix made those last, last three seasons, yeah, right? Yeah. Or two seasons? Three two, se two, I think. So... Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, I do have other methods of watching the show. Sailing the high seas. <laughs> this is the road, the stage. Uh, this is Peter Michaels. I'm Patrick Bateman, and we're uh, welcoming our guests to this week's episode of this very podcast that you're listening to and or watching at the Communal Creative Studios YouTube channel. We're going to watch this magic happen. Connect. Oh, my God. There's going to be somebody on the other end of this thing. A smiling face. We shall see, or not. <laughs> it was Maybe such I, a good, you had such a good build up to it. I thought, shit, Patrick, you're making. Did I forget this, to inform our guests that this is a video podcast yet is, again? This is not going to. Uh, <laughs> no, this oh is not going God. to happen. Oh, that was such just, a oh, yes. an ominous no. It was like a very sad <laughs> no from the darkness. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm Patrick. This is Peter. Yo. Hey. Uh, how's your, your Thursday night going? It's good. It's good. I'm about to turn this up a little. One second. Crank that shit. 11. Get it to 11. It sounds good That's now. That's better. All right. All right. You guys have that classic, uh, you know, quality home podcast audio. Sounding good. <laughs> sounding smooth. I, I know the importance of sounding good and smooth as a guest on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> and as a host. Yeah, for sure. Of course. I have to say, I've spent some serious time with your podcast, and both of your voices together are extremely, um, it's just Annoying. It's just a good thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, no, I wasn't no. going to say that. I wasn't going to say that. Almost soothing. I like it. Yeah? Yeah. You'd say that? And yeah. you guys are freaking hilarious. So yeah. I'm going to oh, take the helps. compliment, because I think I have a really weird voice. Yeah, me too. Do you actually? Well, okay, Sam, you can't say that because you're a paid voice actor. Yeah. But I think I'm paid because my voice is weird, you know? I watched a great compilation video of uh, of jazz hooves today. It was it was fantastic. Oh my what? god! Did you did you make it, it yourself? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's your My Little fans. Pony they demo make, There's like fan art and stuff. Did you see the somebody like remade the single art for Peach, but 
as what? Sam's Pony instead. As Jazz Hooves. Okay, so who who's doing this? Is this fans of you guys or are these My Little Pony fans? My it's Little Pony. My Little Pony fans. But they're now fans of the band, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Which is also kind of weird because they discovered the pod too and like... I don't. I have no idea how old they are, like what what their their experience in the world or like interests are, and I don't know if like, you know, you go from watching My Little Pony to coming on the podcast and we're like, I want to suck Adam Sandler's dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of an, okay. an aggressive. Change. So it hasn't changed your approach to the pod at all. All right. No, we no. just got to be ourselves. You know, you just got to be true to you. Yes, you do. Okay, hold on a second, because I took a screenshot today of. Uh, the last, I think it must have been June 27, 22, bonus app number 22. Uh -huh. I took a screenshot. I don't know how well you can see this. Probably not. But it's you in this fucking enormous black water bottle. I think it, I just, we just saw the water bottle, didn't we? No, no. that is not that the water bottle. The he downsized That's... by like many <laughs> gallons, I think. Hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> oh, God. Because my, my girlfriend had this obnoxiously large water bottle a couple years ago. That was just a target for being made fun of for me, yeah. just for me. No one else cared. But uh, I was, I, I don't see that water the, bottle around anymore. Remember, I uh, was cleaning the house the other day and I was like, Maddie, guess how many of your water bottles are in the living room? And they're like, three. They knew they had three water bottles in one room. So, why, why so many water bottles? Yeah, Maddie, why so many water bottles? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're doing a water bottle tour. Oh, so up first this is my work water bottle. Yep. Yep. The hottest water bottle trend from three, four years ago. Absolutely. Small fits in a backpack. Got it for free from a festival. Yep. Stays cold for 40 days and 40 nights. Yep, exactly. This is number two. It's a little bit larger. Stays beside the bed. Smells like grass. I do not wash it enough. And there's a <laughs> microbiome developing inside nice, of it. Nice. <laughs> Gut floor is looking good. This is my number one now. Okay. My main. Um, <laughs> uh, somebody left it at my work at the record <laughs> store, and I adopted it after a couple of weeks. It's, uh, it's a hydro flask. Okay. Oh. More than I would spend on a water bottle, personally. You're a water bottle influencer. And finally. The behemoth. The big one. Look at that. And are you still using that? Like a grenade. It, honestly, it's probably the one I use the least now, but I'll tell you why. Because it's I fucking bought huge. <laughs> I bought that because I looked up how much water you're supposed to drink yeah. in a day. Yeah. And that is, I think that's maybe the equivalent to it or like maybe that one and a half or something. And I was drinking like two or three a day. And then Sam's parents were visiting and Sam's mom saw me doing this and was like, you, if you drink too much water, you over dilute and you don't absorb any vitamins. Whoa. So the practical use of the water bottle kind of fell off. And now it's just really big. So and you one actually... time we were at the gym and Maddie filled the water <laughs> bottle all the way to the top and then just let it go and it fell <laughs> on the floor and there was like two gallons of water just all over the floor of Planet was Fitness. It, did you dent the floor as well? Uh, I don't know if I dented the floor. It didn't dent the bottle, but it made a gigantic, massive They had mess. to close because there was a flood. <laughs> <laughs> when I got the employee to help me clean it up, I was like, hey, I dropped my water bottle. I got some water on the floor or whatever. And we went around the corner and he was like, you got a lot of water <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> 
well, yeah, okay, so that that adds up. There's a scientific reason why you're not using it as much, and that's right. Uh, humility, humility reason yeah. as well. Okay. okay. Yeah, but this is the perfect size right here. This yeah. is the one. Yeah, I'd say I got uh, my partner and I bought new water bottles at Costco like two months ago because I was nice. sick of mine because I also didn't wash it enough and it started smelling like shit. And then we get these, <laughs> we get these, and I'm like, oh, this water bottle is sick. It's the perfect size. It's it's, it's my favorite color. And mm -hmm. I realize it's a fucking sippy cup. Oh, oh I love Sam that. Sam loves that. I love a straw vibe. Well, do you want it? <laughs> I I'm actually looking at you it being like, yes, you that need looks the flow. good. Is that what? I mean, I'm drinking way more water. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I think it you is drink the, more. the power of the sippy cup. But it's also like, I haven't. When was the last time you used a sippy cup here? Well, I. I'm not that far removed from having small children. Okay. So I get a little thirsty. I want to see how the thing works. So like legit sippy cups. I have a fake tooth that pops out every couple of years. Nice. So I don't, I don't like using a straw. I don't, the extra suction. Oh, you're, you're ruining the integrity, the structural integrity. But I don't know. I don't know if there's any truth to that, but that's how I feel. Sorry. Okay. So you have a tooth that pops out every couple of years, you said? Uh -huh. And is right. that is that just like when you originally got that tooth? They're like, listen, just so you know, every couple of years, I think things it's gonna fly out. The glue wears out. Is that, is that it? What okay. it is? There's okay. like a glue or something, and it wears out. I should have had a. Um, well, it depends on what which one of the dentists I've seen in the last few years who you talk to. Yeah. But one guy was like, you should have had a post put in and like had something screwed in. Oh. But they did what's called an onlay which is not quite a crown uh, and they like basically gut your tooth. My tooth is like a stub that comes out of the gums and then like a little edge. Okay. And it's glued into the edge. Brilliant. That's man. I'm, I feel like I'm learning a lot wow. already where we've learned <laughs> the science of water intake. Uh, before we jump off the water intake, it seems like it might be a bad habit for a touring musician that's got to drive a lot of miles yeah. between gigs mm -hmm. to have that yeah. habit. How many piss breaks on an average tour day? It depends. Sometimes, like, if you break the seal, this is real. If you break the seal, you're truly fucked. Game over. Um, and we had, like, a thing happen a couple of tours ago where we, we passed, like, the last en route. And there wasn't going to be one for a while, and I had to pee so bad. So we, like, oh, no. pulled over to the side of the road, and I was peeing, and Maddie was holding up a jacket to, like, guard me from... From view. <laughs> from view. But the... I was peeing for so long. So long. Like, so long. Like, I the longest piss I've ever... I couldn't help it, and it was making Maddie have to pee, so they just threw the jacket onto me <laughs> while I'm pissing on the the road <laughs> and then they started pissing uh so, <laughs> i kind of feel like i gotta piss now what can you do <laughs> i also have an enlarged prostate so i i just piss a lot and when i do piss it doesn't all come out so that's we an, stop we stop a lot, a that, lot. is yeah. that is that fact or that's another thing you just assume about yourself <laughs> um <Like the> dementia <laughs> uh okay it is not medically confirmed. No, actually, it kind of is. Uh, my dad has <laughs> my dad has an enlarged prostate. Oh, you've got that, okay. That it's is genetics. Uh, it's genetic. Okay. And I, my God, we're really getting into my medical history here. I had an anal abscess uh, last year. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> it doesn't uh, sound good. 
it's um you'll you'll get an one. Ab- is it like a hemorrhoid? <laughs> like a hemorrhoid? Like a hemorrhoid? No, I have a hemorrhoid also. An <laughs> abscess is uh a blocked and infected gland beneath the skin. Okay, okay. That fills with pus. Okay. Uh and you Normally it's nothing. They just cut a hole in it, drain it, whatever. But that mine was misdiagnosed for a year. Oh no. And I had like a colonoscopy, did the whole thing. Yeah. And then eventually I just went to some other doctor and she's like, Oh yeah, it's, that's an abscess and sliced it open. Um and then I had an anal fistula after that, but that's a whole other thing. My God. But, uh what the doctor who sliced me open um put a finger in my butt. Yeah. And uh, was like at, on her way out was like, uh, by the way, uh, your prostate's quite large. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> is there something I should do about that? And she was like, not really. Just wait. But, Just brag about it. Yeah. 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 should see the size I have of my huge prostate. prostate. <laughs> Giant prostate. <laughs> huge prostate energy. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, um, anything else? Like, has anything, uh, uh, have you been afflicted by anything recently or? You're good. Um, 20, 20. I just got my wisdom teeth out. Same yes. other wisdom yeah. teeth out. I got a uh, a big asshole surgery. We're good now. Yeah, now we're we're fine. Yeah, you're good. I actually the had holes to are give, all covered. I yep. had to give my blood away today. That's nice. True. Court but, mandated or you volunteered? <laughs> uh, I guess mandated. By a, a new family doctor, not yeah. by the courts. Wait, not are you are, are you like a special blood type? No. No. Oh. He just wants to make sure I'm not dying. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Before that's we nice. make it official. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. Do you guys you, like you've I've heard you talk about dentists a number of times on your podcast, Too Much TV. <laughs> um and it seems like you're very in touch with your your medical, like that medical side of things as well. Do you feel like you procrastinated for a long time? Or have yeah. you always Yeah, you, you okay. All right. Totally. Yeah, I didn't see the dentist for like eleven years. Me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. You guys. It's and... just one of those things. <laughs> it's know, one of those things. You know my story, right? About the dentist? Yeah. How long did you go? Forty fucking years. I didn't <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. My parents were good, but that borders on child abuse, doesn't it? Wait, I you never didn't, you didn't go to the never, dentist when you were a like, kid. Legit from birth to age forty. I never stepped foot in a dentist office. And your teeth are fine. That is good. troubling. Oh They're good. And you know what led to the dentist visit was I was eating an apple one night, and I crunched mm-hmm. into it, and I just felt like this big clump of something. I thought a tooth <gasps> broke off while I was eating an apple. I'm like, shit, I got to go get this checked out. No, it was just all the fucking tartar and shit that had built up. Oh, on the my bed. God. Oh, my wow. God. I just cracked off a piece of that. So I didn't even really need to go to the doc- uh, dentist. No cavities. At 40. But uh, no, no cavities. That's debatable. No... <laughs> <laughs> I'm enough. in shock. Fair enough. Uh, Cause were you were you guys braces kids? I was. No. You were you, Sam. You never had braces. No. Do you know why? Why I didn't? Yeah. Um. My well. So uh, my sister got them, and my parents could only afford them for one kid. <laughs> okay. Okay. And her teeth were pretty messed up. So. At the time, they're That's beautiful fair. now. I we we were also a no braces family. I think money was the primary factor, but I remember. Going to a dentist before I left Ontario to move to Alberta, whatever, I was 19, and um, go for my checkup. And the dentist's like, you know, if you if you got braces, then your jaw will jut out a little bit more. I was like, uh, but what about my teeth? 
Like, well, no, it's just so, like your jaws, your jaws a little receded. It would just, I was like, ah, you're not going to get me on no. this braces for fucking jaws business. I thought you did it. The beard was just to cover it up now. No, no, no? the beard is to cover up my abnormally small chin, I guess. I don't know. Virgin, no braces, Chad braces. <laughs> Um, well, anyways, okay, this has been a fantastic start to the episode, but uh, <laughs> first of all, uh, continuing things on, congrats on the new single release and an album announcement. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. That's exciting. How long have you been waiting on this news for? Well, it's less time than A year, usual. actually. I think we went into the studio like this time last year to do the first half, and then... Yeah, we did it in a weird way where we, we recorded five songs a year ago and started releasing them before we finished the second half. Okay. Yeah. But we recorded the second half in November. Yeah. Had and it mixed in December and now. Did pre-releasing those songs affect what you went back into the studio and finished at all? Um, well, we ended up going to a different studio. Yeah, we switched it up for the back half and had yeah. the previous songs remixed by the new engineer. Yeah. Who is? Alex, Alex Gamble. Gamble. Right. So Alex Gamble. Is this um like this specific music ecosystem that you you spent the the second half of the album working on is that very different from the the first situation you're in? Uh yes. Yeah, we went back to the studio that we did TV Baby in. Right. Uh which is Union Sound in Toronto mm -hmm. and it's just beautiful. It's like a big beautiful space that Yeah uh ended up costing a lot more money but yeah was ultimately but it was, like worth it, was it for worth sure. it and alex is like very uh very fun easy cool to work with works super long hours um and was just like very in like no idea was a bad idea so if someone had an idea we would try it out if it didn't work it didn't work but like he made us try everything and i think the songs really uh like blossomed for lack of a better word because of that yeah and, and, he, and he's worked with fucked up so that's yeah. that's uh yeah that was our connection that was how we we found out about him was when we were on tour with fucked up we weren't sure what we were going to do with the back half of the record and mike was like you gotta go to alex gamble you got and then he just like set it up for us and everything so mm -hmm. mike is our angel yeah that's awesome what a mensch to have ah, absolutely yeah big time and this is the project that started off with the writing a song a week and you guys ended up with 200. Is that sort of, sort of, sort of, them. Yes. um, I, I think about half the record is stuff that we cherry picked from the pod and like really reworked. reworked. Okay. Uh, I actually listened to one of the songs, the next single that's coming out. Uh, I listened to it today and was like the original version from the pod and was kind of blown away by how different it is. But yeah, so we did this podcast where we wrote a song every week. Uh, we're not so good at doing it every week now, but <laughs> at, in the depth of the pandemic, that was a lot easier. We each wrote and recorded a song every week and would release it on the podcast. And it was usually, it was, it was influenced by an episode of TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it's so, like an insanely ambitious thing to set out to do. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, when like you, the hardest version of doing a podcast. I yeah. <laughs> like the, I, I forget what episode I was listening to recently, but you were talking about not being in the zone of writing and like mm -hmm. struggling with it. And like part of me wants to yell at my, whatever I'm listening to the podcast. So I'll be like, it's, oh, you don't have to do this. 
every episode. It's fine. No one's going to be upset. <laughs> the first little while, it really felt like, like we. I think for the first, what, year and a half? Yeah. We didn't miss We didn't a week. miss like a week. We didn't miss a song. And like, it really felt like if we had to miss a week, I think we were we, letting people down. I think the first time we missed a week was like a death in the family yeah. situation. Yeah. Prior to that, it was like every single week, no matter how miserable it made me to do it. Yeah, such a lofty goal. I mean, huge respect to you guys yeah. for doing that, but it's Thank okay. You. you don't have to. Don't feel bad about <laughs> it not being on the last episode or whatever it is. That's hilarious. I remember like, because when we we went for for our podcast, what did we go like? 70 episodes before we took a week off give or take something yeah it was a long time crazy yeah. like that that's you feel that pressure right you just want to keep yeah for sure totally but yeah. it's like i i i've discovered about myself that like i really thrive on being consistent like that yeah mm -hmm. routine routine i love routine mm -hmm. live for it but the second i like if i miss one, one time it's, it's so done. hard to go yeah. back it's so hard to get back into it are you yeah, sick? We because then you break the seal and you're like oh well i didn't do it last week <laughs> yeah, I don't have to do it no this one cared week. no one I didn't cared die. last week i didn't go yeah. to jail um i was uh again watching compilations of jazz hooves on my little pony <laughs> um <clears throat> was anybody else around you while you were doing this you know what's funny is i was at work okay in my normal <laughs> nine to five <laughs> office job and uh i had it on my phone i had my earbud in it's like man it'd be really weird if like usually i just have twitch on in the background on my phone which no one knows about at work but if someone of all days <laughs> walked in today and it was my little pony yeah, that might be harder so, to explain. I was watching it <laughs> last night at just home. to kind of at home, just to get a feel and kind of hear. My wife was on the other side of the couch and she was playing on her phone. And I'm like, I didn't have my earbuds in. I'm like, oh, whatever. So I just started it. And it took her about, I don't know, probably a good 45 seconds. What are you watching? Podcast <laughs> research. <laughs> but it was great. That's co so cool. Um, it's also, have you spent much time on dokifandom.com? Uh, I know that it exists. <laughs> uh, how long ago were you working on that show? When was that? That must have been like 2016, 2017. Okay. And I've never seen an episode. Like I never, like I did it and then I never heard from them. Oh. Well, the show, I think the show like didn't get renewed. But like I never knew when it aired. I never, I've like never seen an episode of it it like and you haven't tried either i have not um have, have but not. so have you been to your 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 page on the dokifandom.com i saw it like a couple years ago but i don't i can't really i remember that it was like pretty uh personal like i don't know who <laughs> figured all it's that a little strange more, wait more personal than anal blow-ups and <laughs> Maybe I I at no point kept that personal. <laughs> um, so okay, so for the sake of whoever posted your your profile on dokifandom.com, let's let's just clarify some of the facts. You can also speak French. Uh, not really. I don't right. like. It's wrong. 
is not uh, one of the new songs called French Class? <laughs> and has a French bridge. <laughs> and the new song is called Très Jolie. So. Okay, I can speak a little French. A little. Okay, just a little then. I'll go edit that later tonight. <laughs> I think that's accurate. A and little. Samantha Bolanski is probably of Polish descent. Or certainly. That is true. Certain. I am certainly Polish. Okay, so I can. There's a, ch- there's a chain of. Oh, I don't know if it's a chain. There's at least one uh, convenience store in Poland called Sam, Sam Balanski. Really? It's yeah. a convenience store called Sam Balanski. Like, it's <laughs> and, and it's a chain. You said, or you don't know if it's a chain. I think I it's a chain, I think, but I feel like maybe I made that up. I don't know, but so bizarre i have to go you got to get out there for a photo shoot at least that'd be a wicked album cover yeah damn interesting sam balanski um so again back to the album velveteen is out may 19th um a title based on your insomnia oh there it is is. oh my god isn't that so weird what so what does that mean i don't (laughs) what does your name mean that and where's your cut Smokes right? and soda? Is that what your name means? <laughs> Maybe. It's the Polish uh, <laughs> Polish way of saying Daisy Mart. Um, Sam just means seven and Blansky means 11. <laughs> okay, but so you speak French but not Polish. That is correct. Okay. Polish right. is the craziest language and it sounds haunted. Even uh, like a word here, that like, so I'm from Dutch descent and I can't speak yeah. any of it except for some not so nice curse words. words. So not Classic. even any Polish curse words? I used to be able to do the Our Father in Polish, but uh, which really sounded so haunted, but I can't anymore. Can you fake a little you- of it even? I don't think I can. Oh. I don't. I don't want to do my people dirty like that. You yeah, know. That's fair. That's fair. That's my, fair. My grandfather used to do, to do it in Dutch, and I have no idea. Like, the our fault. The prayer. The prayer. Okay. And all I can remember, cause like just as a kid, was and there's just a lot of hachen, and all yeah. before supper, and I just didn't know what was. Anyways, that's almost exactly what it sounded like. There's just a lot of hachen and ochen and a haven over and over. Now you definitely don't have to do it, Sam. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I embarrassed my entire culture. Okay, Velveteen. Velveteen. Okay. Insomnia. Velveteen. Coping mechanisms. Yeah. Ta- tell us about totally. it. Totally. Uh, well, I couldn't sleep, uh, basically, for... Period like a long time it, and like going to bed just felt like um horrible and i knew it was coming every night and so i put the story on what is the podcast snoozecast snoozecast shout out snoozecast um that's like i think the... they just read like public domain stories oh yeah. okay okay in a like asmr type of really voice. like soothing there's two people who do it there's voice. a woman who reads and then a guy we never listen to the guy. Okay. No, no, sorry. If, you, if for some reason he happens to hear this, I'm sorry, but, <laughs> but he needed Velveteen... to hear it. Yeah, yeah, don't do it anymore, please. <laughs> the Velveteen Rabbit was such a soothing story, and I listened to it every night, every night, every night, and then I just became like so attached to it. But then, like, as my insomnia progressed, I would hear more and more of the story. <laughs> And there were just like parts, like I would cry in the middle of the night listening to this story because it was so freaking sad. And it just like, I don't know, like became like a part of my identity for a while. 
There was also a few elements of it that we both found like kind of um, perplexing. I don't want to say confusing, but like definitely debatable. Okay. That we tried to get some answers about from people. So it just became like a big, a big, a big thing part of our life. Yeah. Reason. I think there's an episode of the pod where we talk about it at length from like months and months ago. Okay. okay. And so many people message us being like, that story traumatized me as a child. <laughs> do you remember this, like, this story very I, well? well? Well, I do, but I, I mean, it's been a long, long time. Right. So I'm curious as to how it holds up. I mean, it's a pretty classic tale, right? For yeah. Sure. I, I was just like, so we were listening to it and there were some scenes in the story that were really like heartbreaking. Like the scene where the Velveteen rabbit sees the two rabbits, like the real rabbits in the forest. And he's like, thinks he's real. And they're like, yeah, you're not real. You can't jump high. And he's like, I jump high all the time when like the little boy throws me in the air and they're like actually jumping around and they like make fun of him and stuff. So rude. And but like he like still believes he's real. And it's like this beautiful story about like the love that you give and receive, like making you whole, I thought. And then they just throw the rabbit away. Yeah, the kid gets like scarlet fever. Scarlet fever or something. Yeah. And they throw the rabbit away. And the then... kid died. No, the kid lives. The kid lives. But... I don't remember. I mean, I haven't. <laughs> Sorry. But because he, I, I think they like oh, get right. rid of everything. Yeah, you gotta yeah. burn it yeah. all. Burn it, yeah. 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 it all. And so they're about to burn the Velveteen Rabbit, and like I feel like the Velveteen Rabbit is having like this realization that he's gonna die, and it's very like dramatic. And then a fairy appears and like actually turns it, him into does he a cry? real rabbit. He, he cries, he right? Cries. It's a tear, yes. and then the fairy comes out of the tear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Sounds so like that a confused nightmare. me. <laughs> yeah like i was like so i don't get it because maybe i'm literally stupid which maybe i am but i was like why like what's the message that like because he already thought he was real but then he actually becomes real because of a fairy but the, not like i don't know i just the end feels like it's like this beautiful story and then the end feels incredibly focus grouped oh yeah (laughs) they showed it to an audience and the audience was like no too sad you need to make him real (laughs) who's this who's this this is snail 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 the kitty another addition to the doki fandom oh yeah put that in there (laughs) (laughs) um well that's uh it sounds um yeah very haunting yeah, not we just, just became ins- obsessed. So, like, how long? How long is the clip? Like the the actual episode of them reading this? I think it's like thirty minutes. I think it's maybe. thirty minutes. Yeah. Saying, would like, you I just play it on loop? Yeah, oh and it would st- and it would end, and I would wake up, and then I would start it over again. Yeah, there's never been a film adaptation, right? Like, it's all. Oh, well, there all will sh- be soon. Short stories, like it's all. Yeah, every one that I've yeah. seen was like about twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, and like people, I think I watched one on YouTube of Meryl Streep reading it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I I, I had searched it up, but the the famous audiobook for is Richard Armitage, Was some it? like famous voice actor. Christopher Plummer, I want to say. Christopher got... Plummer, huh. sir, oh, sir, sir, Christopher Plummer. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Velveteen comes out May nineteenth. Um, you've already dropped four or five of the singles so far. Four. 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 Yeah. Fifth coming up and then album release. 
Yes. That's right. And then what about coming out to the prairies in Western Canada? Come that on would now. be nice. We would love to, but it's hard to get out there. It well, is. when you got to stop and it's... pee every 15 I minutes, <laughs> fucking That's take right. you forever to get out here. <laughs> I did. I've done one tour through Canada to the West Coast. Yeah. And even then, we skipped the, the <laughs> part where you have to go north in Ontario and yeah. like come back around. We went through the states and went to to uh, Winnipeg or mm-hmm. whatever. Those drives are long. Yeah, that, yeah. The, when you very boring. Yeah, when you realize how big Ontario is too to drive out. It's of, huge. Oh my god, it's fucking mad! It's madness. It huge. is. Yeah. It is half of like when when my buddy and I left Ontario to move to Calgary. Yeah, just to get to Winnipeg, or the Ontario border was literally half of our trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's days, nuts. and then it's boring as hell for like yeah. two days. Yeah, we on. That tour, we're like so deep in the prairies, like nothing but fields all around us. And we stopped at a rest stop on the highway, and there was a little Indian restaurant. Oh, very nice. That's cool. Did yeah. you eat? Did you like eat a there? Nice, of course, I ate there with a nice little sit-down vibe, booths, the whole thing. Do you remember where? <laughs> How? There's it's, nothing to distinguish I was just any of say, it. It's so distinguished. What, like from one province to the next. What huh? band was I with? Uh, it was with a band I used to play in called No Hands. Oh, okay. It was like our, I think it was our last tour that we ever did. The, that, the Prairies did you guys in? Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually, we got robbed on the first day of the tour in Chicago. Oh, okay. That'll, that'll so do I think, too. I think it was shot right then, maybe. <laughs> Sam, what about you? Have you uh, been out this way performing? Yeah, we played Sled Island. Oh, okay. One year. I think one year. Um, I also played Sled Island one and year. And it was so fun. We loved it so much. And uh, we were staying with our bass player at the time's grandparents, and they were just like the sweetest people in the world. And it was just like such a wholesome vibe. That's good. That's good. Maybe a- I have a little soft spot for Calgary. Yeah. Why? Just because of Sled? Um, and your time here? Sled. I've played there a couple times, and there was a brief second that I almost moved there Ooh. years ago Ooh. Uh, with an ex-girlfriend, but then instead we broke up and I didn't move there at all. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of like it. And I feel like the um, the overall bad vibe of Calgary makes the like good parts a little a little tighter, you know, a little more glued together. Yeah, that's right. I think that's yeah. kind of nice. It's also cool to see cowboys. Like yeah, maybe as a visitor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about but, that. But you don't see that here. There's also you know? got a question of the authenticity of more than a few yes. of those yeah. that you saw. Yes. I do have a farmer friend that lives in rural Ontario that came and visited us, us last year. And um, we had some shows to go to, but the, the number one priority was to get to the Smithfield store yep. in Calgary yep. and get like a proper cowboy hat. And uh, and he, he does live and work on a farm, so I think the authenticity is there. Um, but it was such a cool process watching them make this guy's hat. We were there they for made like it? oh yeah, we were there for like two hours. So you pick. There's just walls of like they've taken the 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 material. Whether it's uh, I forget like I think the most expensive was some crazy animal. I don't remember what it was, but anyways, um, you pick the size and color and material, and then they spend like. 20 30 minutes um a lot of steam. air steaming it yeah. to fit your head and to put in the 
dimples and the pinches in the style that you want. It was wild. Yeah. It was really cool. That's so cool. You could just buy a new era fitted instead. <laughs> yeah. You, well, for the price of Keep this hat, you could get on. like six new era fits. Don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. There you go. Don't get me bitching about new era fits. Why? <laughs> because every friggin' hat. I'm at every. You love baseball. What do you I mean? do, but. You, there's a size difference between every hat because they still hand stitch them. <laughs> so sometimes yeah. I'll buy a seven and five eights. It's perfect. Other times I need a seven and a half and you just never know. <laughs> so don't get me started on that. Are you, you <laughs> Maddie, you're a big hat guy, right? Um, yeah, I guess I yeah, am. Yeah, you are. I guess I am. Of course you are. Any cowboy hats? No like Smith belts? No, no Stetsons? No, uh, no Because no. I think I did as I was doing some research. Did I not see a picture of you with a, like a goat? You were like coddling a goat. In that a picture, seems like something that's that probably some, okay, happened. Okay. That was uh, uh, another episode of My Little Pony. <laughs> yeah, it might, might have been. No, I swear it's we, out there. I will forward it we, to you. We frequently go to this place uh, as often as we can, this place called Charlotte's Freedom Farm. That is a um, an animal sanctuary. Cool. Uh, so I feel like it could have been there. Or maybe. Blueberry. It's or it might have been Blueberry, which is a, a goat that we met somewhere in Virginia. We were just like driving by a farm. And Sam asked if we could pull over. So we're like standing on the side of the road looking at the farm or whatever. <laughs> and the lady came out and was like, do you guys want to come meet the animals? And we're like, yeah, of course we do. <laughs> That's incredible. I, just, I yeah. don't recommend doing that in Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not. This lady was like, uh, I think all of the animals were rescues. And yeah, it was like a hobby she... farm, not producing yeah. anything. Yeah. Just like chilling. Which we're both vegan Uh so that's our shit. Yeah. She was getting um people who bought uh pigs who thought they were micro pigs. Yes, and yes. then they grew big. And Which then doesn't would, exist. Doesn't if exist, you're listening to this and you're thinking about getting a micro pig, that's not real. It's not real. Yeah, TikTok so she is would... not the truth of everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, no. don't do it. She would take it the animals at auction that like were abandoned or had like physical disabilities and stuff. And she was just like such a real one, like walking around in like the pig shit, just in her flip flops and then like going Barefoot. back into her house and stuff. So cool. It was so cool. Were there were a lot of the animals in the house as well? Was it one of those? Type of we didn't situations. get to go in the house, but okay. I really could see. I it could, like yeah, that. I, it, it, yeah, I could see it. And mm -hmm. she just had like chickens just all over the place, and she was like, "Oh yeah, they don't have a coop right now, so they're just like all over the yard." And it she was, was cool. cool as hell. I hope we get to go back there. All I, the only thing I know about it was that it was near a Jellystone Park. Yeah. I believe on the way to North Carolina, Charlotte. Are Jellystone yeah. Parks, like, is that a brand? That's not oh, a yeah. singular yeah. park? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's a... a chain. There's oh. one here. There's one here outside of Windsor. Uh, we stayed at one in uh, Bloomington, Indiana. And we stayed at that one in Virginia. Yeah. So I, I know that there's more out yeah. there. Do they have a mascot? There... Is there a Jellystone mascot? Yes, Yogi Bear. It, yeah, okay. Yogi Bear. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, it's that's... Yogi Bear's park. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all the parks are Yogi Bear's parks. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> what a what a gimmick for kids though like hey we're gonna go camping at this uh yogi might be there maybe he might, might be the other one when i was a kid <laughs> it was cool oh he did had, you, you've done this before yeah yeah we used to go when i was a kid and uh i had a deep fried pickle for the first time <laughs> oh my god trendsetter that must yep. have been that's amazing have you, you ever been good? to a jellystone i think probably yeah because no. we used to drive to florida every few years and there's some camping on the way from what i remember but 
I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if it was Jellystone approved or not. Wow. Hmm. Certified. Um, uh, do you often, like, were you were camping on tour, you were saying? You stayed in the park and camped, or were you just staying in the van? Yeah, uh, we, we brought camped. Tents. We brought tents. We were very ambitious, and we we're like, we're not going to stay in hotels. We're going to camp. And it was, like, so exhausting. Like, yeah. just camping is so exhausting, and touring is so exhausting. I We're not outdoor people, Yeah, we also don't like bugs or <laughs> we're not leaves. At all. <laughs> leaves. Even remotely outdoor people. Yeah. So. We almost, at this park, we almost crashed the van <laughs> inside the park because a wasp flew into the van. Oh, my and God. Matthew was, like, going like this, and the van was the just van moving was towards drive, a tree. It was just rolling toward a tree. <laughs> I, I live with a daughter who's the exact same. My favorite <laughs> video I have of her, she was probably about 12 when it happened, and we unfortunately tortured her and took her camping all the time. <laughs> we were out at, and we were playing like crib or something out around the fire one night. It was late and we had just like the little uh, light going and moths are flying around everywhere and she's freaking out. So I've got my camera kind of held down because I know something's going to happen. And sure enough, a moth flies right in her face and she gets up and starts screaming and yelling. And as she jumps up, I, I can slow down the video. I can see that she crushes the moth with her thighs. Oh, wow. As she gets <laughs> up. <laughs> and she freaks out and runs away. It's... Oh have you have you God. been stung before? Yeah. I get stung all the fucking yeah, time. Yeah, they oh, love okay. Maddie. Okay. I don't know why. But there was a wasp in our house last summer, and I locked myself upstairs until Maddie got home because I was like, I'm not <laughs> oh, dealing man, with this. this I am not dealing with this. But no, no, you're just you just don't like them. It's not like you're not you're not afraid of an allergic reaction. Obviously, well, Maddie has my no dad, allergies. No, but... no. My dad was severely allergic. Yeah. Yeah. And the time that I was stung once. The little prick or whatever, the little wound, whatever you call it. He was a little prick for stinging me on my walk to work. But the little wound, it stayed on my body for like nine months, months and months and months. Really? I'm like impervious to bugs and Sam is the opposite. Like we had a, a few years ago, a band gave us bed bugs. Oh, okay. Uh, a Hardly Art Records band Maddie. gave us bed bugs. And, um... no, I, I like when Maddie throws them under the under the rug. Full uh, first and last name. Let's do it. And uh, Sam was getting bites for like two weeks, and I was like, "No, nah, we don't have bed bugs. I don't have anything." And we did. We really had. We bed had bugs. them, and the bites stayed on me again for forever, months. like ever and ever and ever. You've talked about moving out of your last place. You call it the bug house. Is that bed bug house? No, no, the bug house we didn't actually move into. We almost did. Oh, shit. Sure. Um, we found a bunch of dead bugs, cockroaches. Yeah, so we this place we found uh, while it was under renovation mm-hmm. and got kind of talked into signing the lease before it was completed. And then when we moved in, the renovation was ass yeah like it had not it had not been renovated like they and it it was we discovered it was also definitely like an eviction situation because we found all of the vents filled with cat shit there's cat litter in all of the the because we went down we went down one day and the heat had been on and we're like it's freaking smells smells horrible down here like this is insanity and the whole place really smelled disgusting tip to tail um but yeah but yeah, then we we had a couple of days where we like we were like, holy fuck, like we got ourselves into a mess. This is gonna be a lot of cleaning. We're gonna have to repaint, blah, 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 blah. 
and then I opened a cabinet above the fridge and there was a glue trap covered in cockroaches. And I called the landlord and was like, no, I, you, you have to give us our money back or, you know, get somebody to come in, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, well, I'm not going to give you your money back, but we can cancel the lease if you want to. Like, I think you tried to, tried to call my bluff and I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And we were luckily able to stay in the apartment that we were in at the time, which is the apartment from the Velveteen press release about our bad neighbor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And now we live immediately next door to that apartment in, in a house. house. Oh, okay. In so Windsor. It's been a, uh, yeah, it's yeah. been a long journey. You guys, uh, Maddie, you're from Windsor originally, right? Yes. And Sam, you are not? No, I'm from Sudbury. Okay, so Windsor over Sudbury. I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever feel, yeah. but you've, you've both spent time living in Toronto? Yeah, yeah. I lived there for 10 years. I okay. lived there twice for, no, three times I lived there for a couple years, and I lived in Montreal for like five years. So why Windsor now? Just, uh, decent place to be for where you're at right now just we just made a big mistake yeah <laughs> we, we we regret it every day of our lives but it is incredibly convenient because the other half of the band lives in new york so oh, they can okay. fly into detroit we pick them up at the airport and it's way cheaper it's so it's like cheaper than us driving to toronto yeah right to fly them in and for some reason they're in in windsor there is nobody who plays drums yeah oh like there's one guy, there's one guy who plays drums, Matt Stewart. Shout out to Matt Stewart, great drummer, but he plays in every band. He has yeah. to play so in every you band. Can't. <laughs> That's the only guy. So how did you end up it, um, linking up with band members from out of country? Um, so our bass player is this guy Christian Beal, right? Who played in a bunch of bands over the years. He was in uh, This Is Hell, Extinction AD, and has filled in in a million weird situation hardcore bands and like did merch for chromags and stuff um but i met him years ago because i went to the fest in florida mm. with a couple of my friends and we i don't know why this is going back to camping again we didn't book a hotel and we were like we'll just camp in someone's yard yeah and, oh, objectively bad idea like but unbeknownst we at... to the person no 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 no. okay we like we had some people we kind of knew there that'd be kind of fun you know, whatever and then we were we were at walmart and christian called one of the guys that we were with they had met on a tour or something and he's like what are you guys doing like where are you staying and he told him we were going to camp and he's like no no come stay at our hotel so we stayed in their very nice hotel for free and just like we hit it off at first but then like became close over years of anytime I play in New York, I'd hit him up, yeah. either hang out or stay with him, whatever. And then the last pony tour that we did before the pandemic, um, we had had a member leave the band and needed somebody to play bass. So I hit him up and he flew out for that. And then the world ended for two years. Mm -hmm. And when it came back, we were living here. There's no drummers here. So, I hit him up and was like, hey, do you happen to know anybody who would want to do this tour? And that was for the fucked up tour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's for the fucked up tour. Um, and you said and us. Pardon me? You said us. We want to do the tour. Yeah, so yeah. he he was for sure doing it. Like, he, we've, we've considered him to be a member of the band since 
before then yeah. yeah but he um christian also uh tour manages for iron cheek oh, okay and the drummer from iron cheek is the guy playing for us now okay yeah, um, dan so yeah very very long version of that yeah, story that but story it's all needlessly long <laughs> needlessly long but we, we have all... you had to get the camping in there yeah yeah it all hinges on christian our bestie christian yeah christian a short story is that christian and maddie are best friends and now they play in a band together <laughs> okay yeah. very wow cool. okay got it now yeah yeah but, easy peasy. And, and they camped in somebody's yard do you like yeah. do you define no, pony didn't. as the two of you or because matt maddie you haven't been in pony all that long right it's been a few years right um i joined pony in 2018 oh okay so as well before tv baby all right all right yeah Yeah, so i originally i was asked to play in the band playing bass Mm. yeah um and then we went into the studio to do tv baby and the guy who was playing guitar left the band on day one of being in the studio uh so suddenly i was also playing guitar Mm -hmm. yeah and you really rose to the occasion yeah Good yeah job. but then this this album is a lot more collaborative yeah than tv baby was i mean right. on tv baby you wrote those parts like instantly in the studio but this record was really like we worked on the songs together and they became like i don't know we like really like i think tv baby was more of a like a traditional like band in the room working on the songs like yeah that sort of situation whereas this time around it was like me and sam in our little home studio area area like working working on, on the them song. like trial and error yeah. and like doing demoing like, demoing they like all evolved so much yeah and, yeah uh, and uh did, so the process changed a little bit are you starting most of your writing with vocals um it depends i have been tr- because i had to write so many songs I would challenge myself to be like, okay, I'm going to write a song in this key. Like I'll, I'll like lock myself into this key so that there's like at least some parameter or like, I'm going to do this okay. BPM or so it would change every time. But, and sometimes I would write the full song just instrumental and then do vocals at the end, which is not how I usually write at all. But because we were writing so much, I was like, I need to, I need to spice it up. I need. I can't just rely on like melodies that live in my head. I have to like actually learn how to like write a song in different ways because we're doing it every week. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the initial demos for the record all started on Sam's iPhone. On my phone, yeah. I would just make make little demos on my phone. Like using software on your phone, or just okay, yeah. Garage Band. Yeah, Garage Band. Oh shit! Okay, okay. Very cool. GarageBand for the iPhone. It's the best. It's so user friendly and like it's so you can like make a song like so easily or you could like go really in depth with it if you wanted to and like record instruments. But it's yeah, it's like it's an incredible tool. You'll be making music in no time. uh, I'm ready to go. Ian from Military Gun wrote all of those original like the I think the first couple of EPs were all done in iphone demo as well holy shit that's crazy and and steve lacy too he steve does lacy that. As oh well. right yeah. now now yeah. in the uh the big old fancy museum yeah yeah exactly that was pretty wild when did yeah. uh when did songwriting begin for you when did when did you start like did you start with doing poems and stuff or was it music right from the get-go um well 
it kind of when I was a teenager I uh, my parents moved out into the country of Sudbury it's called Whitefish and for like the first while we lived there there was like no internet no tv I didn't have a job and I was graduated high school so I was basically just like stranded there all day and I would just write songs like I would like listen to songs on my record player and like learn how to play them and then I would like try writing my own but did you have it just like an acoustic guitar or something yeah, yeah I just had an acoustic guitar and then when I moved to Toronto after college I was not getting any work I went to school for theater and I was like oh this is not happening for me so that's when I started like I got an electric guitar and I started making demos and I started writing songs, but it was very like sparse. I wasn't like, I thought like you have to be like writing a song is like this mystical thing where like it just has to happen. And so I'd write like four songs a year, but now it's different. Now you're writing like 350. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Does the theater still call to you, Sam? Uh, I don't know. Someone messaged me the other day and was like, I love the new single, but I just, I really hope you don't give up on your dreams of being on Broadway. And I was like, (laughs) I don't know that those are my dreams anymore. I still like. Well, it's good to have a plan B. Yeah, it's great to have a plan B. Broadway's a good plan B. (laughs) There's always Broadway. It's always going to be there. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I love voice acting. Um I think it's like a cool middle ground. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty theatrical, but nobody really cares what you look like. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. Well, I think you can probably have a lot more fun with it too. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I don't know. The possibilities are endless. Are you working with an agent or are you grinding those voices, talent bank websites? Yeah, I have an agent. She's been my agent since I graduated. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, this is our first, My Little Pony is like our first booking something. So <laughs> it's I'll, been a long road. We have, uh, we have a, a friend of ours that was getting into voice acting pretty heavy pretty a heavy, number of yeah. years ago. Yeah. And he got a part in, was it a Beyblade show? Or like Digimon something or something? Something of the likes. If it wasn't exactly, it was something of the like. And then went to Instagram or Facebook at the time and was like, oh, I just... Just landed this role. So excited. My voice, like, uh, he worked in radio at the time. My voice career is like finally starting, and, and he totally busts his NDA and they canned him. Right <gasps> no! <there. laughs> oh my God. Oh no. But he wasn't even like, was he very specific about the, the, the show? Mm-hmm. Or? Mm, I think he might have named the show. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Uh, that, that is tragic. Yeah, we yeah. had to keep it, My Little Pony, a secret for, like, I think, a full year, if yeah. not longer. That must have been really hard. I, as you can see, um, I have a really hard time just like not telling. <laughs> I'm not good at, at keeping a secret. I'm really bad at keeping a secret. Did you think not twice about body. telling Maddie? Oh, well, I had to tell Maddie, but I did think, I do regret telling our parents. Yes. Oh, that yeah. That was a huge mistake because yep. every time we saw them for a full year, they're like, how's my little pony? And I was like, I don't <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't know anything about that. And you shouldn't either. Shut up. Yeah, don't. Yeah. yeah. And they'll be like, oh, well, I just told a couple people. Yeah, yeah. That's okay, right? And I'm like, oh, my God. They're not going to tell anybody. 
It's like, that's what you said. <laughs> well, the next one, yeah. I take take our friend's story, his his horror story, uh, as good advice for the next time for sure. Yeah, that's sad for him. That's also like, you know, I don't I don't mean to kick a guy when he's down, but you don't say it till it's done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're not wrong. I, I do believe he rebounded though. I think he's He's dabbled back in it again. Is he right? doing another show we can't talk about? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy to hear he's still rocking with it. Yeah. Yeah, voice acting, that's a tough game. My uncle yeah. just sent me his his demo the other day because he wants to get back into it. And I was like, so what's the plan? You you know, you got an agent or you're going to do the voices one, two, three. What was the other one? Just voices.com? Just voices, yep. Cause yeah. Because I tried voices.com for a few months and that was like even working in a radio station with like a professional studio, like, I, uh, I don't know how you could possibly it just seems like a scam signing up for that and paying for it if you don't have quick easy access to recording gear yeah yeah, yeah. totally my problem was getting up too early right because all the gigs had come from the eastern time right zone. Yeah. Oh. yeah and i'm not a morning guy your submission 863 <laughs> yeah, exactly. by the time 10 o'clock rolls around yeah. but it is it's a it's a tough gig to to get into i actually know a guy too who got he started doing like movie trailer voicing Cool. So, which I, I think there's only a handful of those in North America at any given point, but he built a studio studio in his car so that if he got a, a call or a job on his way from, I don't know, Toronto to Muskoka or some shit, he could pull over at Weber's and close some curtains and do his voicing. That wow. kick, kick the kids That's out of the car. Cool. And, yeah. That, another mutual friend of ours who's on the radio station that I work at now, she has a, uh, a portable studio that folds up into like almost like oh, a tote yeah. Yeah, yeah and then if she is on the road she actually they go camping and she just unfolds this studio and it's not big right it's just barely enough for her to fit into it but yeah. she can do it that's pretty all much you anywhere. need yeah that's, that's all so cool. you need it's all you need <laughs> curtains. Well, anyone never, can do it i'll never get one of these jobs without a, a studio <laughs> contraption in the back of my cruel hatchback <laughs> uh well anyways congrats on your success with my little pony I can't Thank wait to you. see your fan page on the mylittlepony.fandom. Um, I think it's up there. It's got to be by this I point. I think it yeah. is. I think it is. And the fact that it brought in more listeners to the band is amazing. Yeah. yeah I, every so time cool. a single comes out, I hop on the My Little Pony subreddit. And nice. I'm like, <laughs> I always post something like, wow, this, the voice of Jazz Hooves has a new single out. <laughs> I didn't play on it or whatever. But like, if you look at my Reddit post history, it's like that's it. That's all I do. <laughs> Those are probably pretty busy subs too. Like, my, for sure they know, are. My Little Pony following and all. For sure they yeah, are. Yeah, they have a lot of opinions. Yes. Do you think there's a chance yes. that you can go to you know one of these My Little Pony conventions as like a celebrity oh, guest? I would love to. Someone. So I co-host the My Little Pony podcast. <laughs> And someone wants us to do it live, like at PonyCon. It's like oh in character. PonyCon. Your pod the podcast but... is in character? Yeah. Yeah. So I the podcast is a scripted podcast and I jazz who's and the co host and like kind of producer of the podcast. And uh yeah. It would be so cool. I would die. Like it would just be so fun to like see everyone like dressed up and like I don't know. It's just like that's such a cool little corner of the universe. So wait, this podcast is it's script. It's made for kids, right? Yes. It's yeah. Not like the R-rated, I mean, like adults only. My Little Pony spin off of the no. show kind of okay. thing. Okay. 
No, it's like the character, one of the characters on the show, Pip, she is like a an influencer. So it's her podcast and I'm her like stylist. I'm I work at her salon, so I am like kind of her stylist, but she's my boss and uh so I'm just like helping her do the podcast. Do you do you have access to the metrics on this podcast? I have no idea. Damn. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Podcasting for kids. That is I had not even thought about that until now. It's amazing. Yeah, I, apparently it's becoming a big thing. Is it on YouTube or no? No, I don't think so. Just the but podcast it's, apps, huh? It's just on the that, apps. That might be a mistake. Yeah, I mean, just I think a so too. Yeah. Still how much my kids on, are on yeah. YouTube. Huh, crazy. That's wild. Um, how much my little pony merch is in the house right now? <laughs> I just have my I just have my doll, my action figure. Wow. And you just voice it at home or do you do you have to go in a, into a I studio? I do it at home, yeah. Oh, okay. Primarily. Sometimes they'll get me to come to the studio if it's a song. Right. But mostly from home, yeah. What a year you're having. <laughs> I know. 22 is big. You got to play some really cool shows. Put out yeah. some sick songs. Everything's cool in the anal department, Maddie. That's just no, no worries, so. no concerns there. I still have a hemorrhoid, but oh, okay. Well, that's. I think I just have that. Now. I think don't I like think an is, permanent. Don't an insane number of uh, people have hemorrhoids? Seventy-five percent of people. Thank 75% you. Seventy-five percent of people get a hemorrhoid. Thank you. Right. Wealth of knowledge over here. Uh, listen, <laughs> I spent, dude. I spent my time in the hemorrhoid subreddit at one time. Because that's what they told me I had when it was misdiagnosed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how do I fix this? So if we, how are you all living with this? If we find your Reddit account, it's going to be my little No, funny, I made a burner. I made a burner. Subreddit. Hemorrhoid. Okay. <laughs> Burn, <laughs> burner for the hemorrhoid chat. <laughs> um, what, uh, what is something, and like, uh, I think I speak for both of us, but TV Baby is such a, it's just such a great record. I've, I still listen to it all the time. Uh, as a fan of that album, what is something that you would like us to know before getting into Velveteen? Are there any major swerves? There's an NDA. We she can't. That's I, yeah. I now they're know. quiet. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> that's a hard question. It's definitely, I think, like a little more. Um, variety yeah okay. i think i think our influences uh are mixed in a little more than it was in the past like writing for pony previously felt kind of like like doing genre work mm -hmm. a little bit um where it was like the po what the pony universe is is like pretty slim like would you agree like before yeah 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 i yeah. guess yeah and I think it's it's definitely a wider lane now. Yeah, cause we've gotten so much better at writing songs, so I feel like the songs are a little more. Uh, I don't even know developed, what. Yeah, developed. Yeah, sure. developed. Developed. That's the other thing is that like like I said before, all the all the TV Baby songs were kind of like Sam's demos for that record are just like vocal, vocal and guitar, one guitar part. That's okay. it. And we we wrote it in in the practice space, which isn't really like conducive to um any kind of fussing over anything mm -hmm. right you know it's like it's loud and annoying and anytime you're not playing the drummer is doing something and you know you know what i mean like it's 
you just kind of get the the sketch sort of yeah yeah and like you practice once a week so like the parts are always changing and like it's hard to like really zone in on like it's hard to be like meticulous when everybody's always changing what they're doing right (laughs) and and then like you write 200 songs and that you know like i know that every every single person who's ever put out an album is like this is our best material but i think like i think that maybe we have the right to say it because like we did we did like five years of being of writing music in one you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i mean just from the singles you've put out already it's it's immediately obvious that you're you're stretching out a bit more than than what was heard on tv baby so that that adds up and diversity. i'm not going to debate you on even <laughs> thank you definitely diversity between those first two songs out of the four as well like yeah it's not the same sound yeah 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 yeah, yeah. totally no it's uh i'm very excited to hear it and hopefully hopefully western canada aka the prairies get some pony love we'll i would love, love that we'll get yeah, rid of the bugs love that. We'd love to no have bugs, you here no in Deer. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. We'll make sure it's entirely bug-free. Okay, we don't want to take up too, too much more of your time, but um, Fortnite. That's all yeah. you. And are you done? Is it, are you, is Am it I over? out? Yeah, are you out? I would say that I'm on a hiatus right now. Oh, so you did? sabbatical. Okay, so that episode was January 27th of the Too Much TV podcast, patron uh-huh. version. And you yeah. said that you aren't committed, but you're fairly sure you're over it. I'm on hiatus right now, for sure. Uh, Semi-retired? Or or you got to go through a hiatus before you commit to re- retirement. I think I... What I'm doing now, I started playing uh, um, Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. Revisiting that one. And I'm taking a break from Fortnite. I'm going to try to come back and see how i feel about it mm-hmm. it's tough though because there is there's a chemical reaction when you play Fortnite. for sure there is and for in sure. one of your recent podcasts sam you were talking about overhearing <laughs> maddie's first win after a, what sounded like an awful horrible dry spell <laughs> and the yeah. the just the the pure <laughs> relief and joy of that battle royale victory Dude. I don't think I would describe it as joy. It, it was, was like, like, fucking finally. Oh, no, it was like, <laughs> fucking. I, I was sitting on the couch and was like, fucking yes. Like, just like a, like relief. Relief. No, you were angry about it, though. You, it wasn't like, it was in no way peaceful. No, like... no, I wasn't happy. Okay, okay. I wouldn't say I was happy. I do. I, was I relieved. do think, though, that there is something to be said about the, the adrenaline of those games. And for like, sure reclaiming but, that is very very difficult i kind of have this feeling with it like um i tried to get into chess a while ago mm-hmm. and just like reading about it and understanding like how good like how good that average player is i was like what am i gonna what am i gonna play chess like i'm gonna play chess i'm gonna be my age and like i'm gonna get good at chess like no (laughs) Uh, there's no way it's impossible a little late maybe yes i'm too late um and fortnite does kind of feel like that sometimes because like i can you know i can win i don't know three or four out of ten 
games in like a, a typical like a solo setting but i'm like i couldn't play in like a tournament or something and i watch i'm i'm subscribed to the fortnite subreddit okay also. Yeah, yeah and i watch the videos people post of their wins and stuff and i'm like i'm not doing this yeah. like i'm my wins don't look like this like well, people let's are start recording them yeah, dare to be different. I want to see a, a pretty Maddie Twitch stream. I did think about that for a minute. I did think about that. You could do a whole whole like you know weekly segment where you just play Fortnite with other musicians. I think that That's I think fun. I think that if I if I did a Fortnite Twitch stream, it could possibly work and not matter that I'm not very good at it because I'm. Uh, adequate at talking into a mic right yeah, yeah. what yeah, what fun. percentile would you say you're in like, and talking into a mic no yeah <laughs> uh, i've already i've already made that judgment no succeeding in <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> oh like bottom 15 no way i, I feel no, like that's yeah, generous i was gonna say that not possible i refuse to believe that that feels generous for me <laughs> three or four out of ten i'd say you're doing pretty good compared to a lot of the other six-year-olds you're playing against <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like an insurmountable task. It's like I also I also got really obsessed with Muay Thai a few years ago and then was like that like there are children who've done this there like there are people who've done this since they were children till now. Like what am I what am I going to do? You know, I don't like <laughs> I don't like knowing that I can't get good at a thing. Well, I I, I don't know. I that sounds a little sad. <laughs> it sounds a little like you're you're closing Just some doors. Up. Yeah, that's There's yeah. a lot to enjoy in life that isn't a competitive thing. That is true. You make you yeah. make everything competitive. I do I do have a problem where I'm I'm very very competitive oh, with man. everything. I wish Every I wish there was one v one Fortnite because I every once in a while there's a there's a stretch of time where and I I played that game when it first came out and then immediately couldn't do it because the kids were just getting so much better. There's yeah. like this. Yeah. I, I just hit a ceiling, a skill ceiling. Kids were buying attachments for controllers so they could build fast. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm out. It's over for me. But uh, watching, watching people build is insane. Yeah. I've never built anything. I uh, That's what makes me feel old is watching yeah. the kids with that insane like zoomer hand eye. Yeah, it's, just it's not, wild. That is something I will never, ever be able to set a goal for. Never. But yeah, they're, they're doing like they're doing like advanced like U.S. military drone strike stuff, and I'm doing guerrilla warfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. You're you're a very uh, underfunded military. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> underfunded in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> but watching some of your videos, uh, which I can't imagine was the easiest thing to pull out your phone to film yourself winning a game. <laughs> Um, but watching those, I was like, oh man, I could maybe play some Fortnite again, <laughs> but now I'm over it. Cause you're out. So, anyway. well, I might go back and honestly, my, my dream remains for a song from this record to be on Fortnite radio with its That'd own dance, so cool. not with a dance, even just like you get in the car and a song from Velveteen is playing. That's what I want. That's the dream. That's like my it. dream. That's my, my top goal well and i heard i heard today that always has a song in fortnite now so it doesn't feel what? not to say that we're anywhere near being on their level but like it doesn't that makes it feel a little more tangible they're not weezer yeah, yeah. they're not the greatest band on earth weezer so 
maybe we could. I once I made it. We were we MC'd a battle of the bands, and you you do really like Weezer, right? I love yeah, Weezer. Yeah, we love Weezer. Okay. Tip to tail. So I made a joke, an anti Weezer joke, at a, mm. a high school battle of the bands about two months ago, <laughs> where this like. Punk high Why were you at a high school battle of the band? <laughs> we, we, we were <laughs> hosting MC. it. That's, we were hosting oh, it. That's oh, another episode. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's another episode. Attainable goals, Maddie. That's what. It, that's why we were there. Um, so this one band played a Nirvana cover, and before the song, he said, "Oh, sorry if you're fans of Nirvana," or and they played like five seconds of a Nirvana song, and then went into some something else. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, is that a dig at Nirvana?" Like, I, I love when we we dig at popular bands. So the next uh, band did a cover of Say It Ain't So, and I went up, I was like, you know, that was really impressive, and more impressive is you actually made Weezer sound good. <laughs> and this, like, 17-year-old <laughs> guitar player looked at me, and he just said, tread carefully. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on stage yeah. at this battle at this event, and he, no one else could hear what he said. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh my hard. god, hard as fuck. I can't like, okay, all right. I I, like I, I see what it is. I'm double your age. Man's threatening me over a, a really really bad Weezer joke. But anyways, <laughs> yes. If always can get on uh, Fortnite, I think you can too. And if you don't, then what mm -hmm. we'll do is we'll take some of your highlights, your victory royales, and we'll just put it to a song mm -hmm. off the team. Yeah, it'll be a, like an anime music video. Yeah, yeah why don't you do? Yeah. Why don't you? That could be make, the skin for one of the songs on Spotify. <laughs> why don't right? you act out the next pony video in Fortnite? <laughs> Interesting. That's a cool idea. <laughs> um, okay. That work. One other thing. Are you are you ready to go? I we've held them for a long time. I'm good. There's some good. I'm, I'm good. Um, Jerica from David's Tea says hello, Sam. Oh my God! Hello. Mm -hmm. Hello, Jerrica. <laughs> I still talk about David's tea all the Sam time. Sam was talking about David's tea today. There you go. There you go. David's tea and Ronsi is that is that the, yeah. the location? There you go. Okay, very nice. Uh, I will I will make sure Jerrica knows that you also said hello. Ronsi crew. Ronsi crew. I did like that uh, David's tea quite a bit actually. It was um, a good one. Rest in peace. Why wouldn't they let you keep your teeth? Did you ever oh, get an they explanation? Lied. They just they, straight up lied. They just, they told me I could keep them. And I think that the dentist was a little, taking a little, little laughing gas himself. <laughs> um, and he forgot to tell the ladies who were assisting him that I wanted to keep my teeth. But I actually have a theory that my teeth were just so cute and beautiful that they kept them for themselves. To put on display. Their... Yeah, they've never seen teeth so cute and beautiful, so they were like, "We got to keep." That's these. why they were pulled, right? They were just too cute to leave in there where Can't nobody just could keep see them. them. Way back there, yeah, exactly. Our dentist is the dentist I've been going to since I was a child. Right. I'm not going to say his name, but uh, I've heard through the through the grapevine in the streets that he and his brother like to party. Oh, he's a party guy, uh, and they'll do their little partying and like get into fights and. Mm. And he um, was dressed like a cowboy the yeah, day he, he pulled my teeth out. When he he wears jeans to work. Um, another dentist in the city, a periodontist, uh, described him as wild. Oh. oh. And said he loves pulling out teeth. Yeah. He so, did my wisdom teeth like 20 so you, years ago. You don't want to know where your teeth have been. Yeah, who knows? Since. Yeah, it's sad and I'm still mourning the loss. 
Maybe there's like a huge black market for, for teeth. Well, here's the deal. We actually have a dentist here in Red Deer that owns oh, one of yeah. John Lennon's molars. So oh, maybe cool. this guy is looking at, hmm, this is a person yes. that I'm going to hitch my wagon to. I'm going to hold on to these. And I hold on to all four of these. So much money someday. Got an early pressing yeah. of Velveteen. was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping these fucking teeth. <laughs> <laughs> these teeth are going somewhere. Him yeah. and his brother just... <laughs> Doing massive lines of teeth. Teeth powder. Okay, well, congrats on the record release in a few months. We're very excited to hear the rest of it. And thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out. We really appreciate it. A lot thank of fun, guys. Having for having us. Us on. It's been so much fun. Pretty Maddie and Sam Bolanski from Pony. What gems. Yeah, that was like, a lot of fun. Absolute gems. I've, yeah, and I've been listening to their podcast on and off for, uh, oh, I don't know, a year and a half. I was going to, and I mean, we had so much great ground to cover. Uh, and I did go through the last few episodes to look, but <laughs> like as soon as I saw they did that, and I just don't watch that much TV, yeah. nor do I watch a ton of more recent. So I was going through, and I'm like, what, did they talk about Deadwood? Did they like any shows that I would have they done a Deadwood episode? I don't think so. The Wire? I didn't. I don't know. I, I, I didn't see The Wire. I don't think so. In fact, in one of their recent episodes, they were talking about watching The Sopranos and um, having to take time because it's such a dark and heavy show at times that you know watching an episode or two every night of the week can be can be a lot. Yeah, I do. I'm going through Deadwood again right now, and it is. It's heavy like and i always yeah, watch it oh, right before time. bed deadwood is super is heavy a, <laughs> super heavy not a good choice um yeah shout out to pony sam matt or pretty maddie um that was fantastic i mean you should check out their music obviously new uh, pony record velveteen comes out in a few months may 19th the four songs that are out now mm -hmm. are just they're just fun they'll harken back to yeah, it's a lot of fun you know kind of that pop punk kind of sound of that mm -hmm. I, th I think i'd read something where uh sam said she wants her uh the music to feel like it was in a lindsey lowen oh i didn't see that did you see that? that's There's awesome they have about uh lindsey about the music being featured in a lindsey lowen movie from like circa 2004 i've probably seen that movie a number of times yeah. my ideal childhood crush i think yeah it's just fun um too much tv is their podcast and they also have a patron feed as well which is well worth the dollar spent um yeah, they're they're fucking funny. <laughs> That's a tough one to top. I don't know that anal <laughs> fistula. fistula is ever going to come up again. We might have to make it. Regular segment? Anal fistula? Ever heard of it? <laughs> No, okay, moving on. That, How's tour going? That's the first question for every guest <laughs> yeah, from here yeah, on yeah. out. What's okay. in the bag? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, shout out to Pony. Thank you so much for hanging out. Peter, thank you. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you to producer Riley for chilling. And producer over there. Ryan, who, despite his illness, managed to set up all of our gear and have it working tip top shape. The phenomenal Communal Creative Studios, which also has. A YouTube channel. A YouTube channel, which, um, you know, it's been a good four or three, three, four months of the YouTube channel. Um, subscriptions are up, which I'm sure has to do all with you. We just had and watching. a very evil uh, uh, benchmark Yeah, we hit 666, six, six, baby. Dun, dun, dun. And um, Riley's also uh, been posting a ton of footage from shows at Bose over the last year, year and a half or so. Um, and they are really, really good. A lot of great really really good so follow the subscribe to the youtube channel follow us on our social medias at the road the stage go check out those clips now and check out our next episode on wednesday